Hello, and welcome to another episode of Raven Conversations Podcast, the show where we bring you the news and information from around the Washington National Guard and the Washington Military Department. I'm Jason Christ. Last year, the DOD restored its original transgender military service policy that was issued back in 2016. The policy prohibits discrimination on the basis of gender identity. It also provides a path forward for those who wish to seek medical treatment for gender transition. To help talk us through the new policy, Master Sergeant Susie Lopez stops by the studio. Master Sergeant Lopez is the state equal employment manager, and she fields questions about gender transition policy day in and day out. She talks about the most frequently asked questions that she gets, and we discuss the most important part of the policy, treating everyone with dignity and respect. That's all coming up on today's show. Stick around. Thanks. All right. Well, um, I'm happy to welcome Master Sergeant Susie Lopez here to the public affairs studio, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) Um, And I wanted, and she's the uh, state equal employment manager. Um, She works over in the which section is that? The HRO. G- HRO, not mm-hmm. the G1. No, it's different. <laughs> I used okay. to work in the G1. Yeah, that's right. You've probably held a lot of jobs over your career. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to bring you in and talk about the transgender policy that's currently being pushed out around the state, around the nation, actually. Okay. Um, so if you, if you guys can uh, remember, like, several years ago, the policy was 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 enacted in in i guess a memo form you know and then there, we had to go through some training back then and then as administrations change policies get rescinded and it was um during the trump administration it was pulled back so now we have a new administration and we're implementing this policy again and i was wondering if i can get you to to tell me a little bit about the policy and and why is it important okay yeah well, thanks for having me. Um, okay, so on 30 April 2021, the DOD instruction was sent out. It's called In-Service Transition for Transgender Service Members. So basically, the instruction outlines the that the services will allow transgender applicants to uh, prospects to come into ter- to service mm-hmm. so they are allowing all services to figure out what that looks like and um, in 10 August of 2021 the DOD uh, released how the Army and the Army National Guard will conduct that and they, they delivered it in three tiers um, tier ones for leaders and soldiers mm-hmm. and uh, tier two is for the, the the special staff, and then tier threes for the the units and soldiers. So, and then we have till September of this year to get all the training done. Okay. And it's important because um, the Army National Guard is committed to equal opportunity for all service members, regardless of race, mm-hmm. religion, national origin, mm-hmm. to include gender identity, pregnancy, right? All of that. So it it allows us to have some type of guide or, or policy to help those soldiers that are transitioning have have a safe way to transition while they're in the formation and just be treated with dig- dignity and respect mm-hmm. until yeah. the, the process is complete, basically. <clears throat> um, can you tell, talk to me about a little bit about the process? Like, um, like if somebody um, wants to initiate 
transition? Yeah, sure. Like, like what's the first steps? Yeah, so the first step is the soldier is going to transition. Um, first thing they should do is um, reach out to their their commander because it's a the the process involves the commander, um, maybe a readiness NCO or, or S1 NCO, because um, there is a paperwork. There's a there's a application for this, mm-hmm. and um, there's actually a, a mill suite website to help soldiers figure out what where they are in the process. Because you have some soldiers that are that haven't fully transitioned, that are thinking about it, that are yeah. are <clears throat> contemplating. So there's different places where each person's at. So the first thing, if say for example, if it was me, reach out to my commander, right. let him or her know, hey, I'm 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 going through this this process and I'd like my 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 dear's gender marker to be changed and here's my packet okay one second we'll take a quick break go ahead are you uh, warming up yeah. okay but I can wait. um should be about 15 maybe okay. is, is that you don't mind yeah, all right fine. thank you <laughs> um yeah yeah, so Anyways, we'll, okay, we'll so as up. a transitioning soldier, it's my responsibility to to seek a medical diagnosis from a, a military medical provider, notify my commander, work and, with And it has to be a military medical provider, is that true? Yes. And that can't be yeah. a It's has to be a, a from a military medical provider. Okay. And I I'll, I'll notify my commander, work with my military treatment team if I have one, um so that we can work on that what that treatment plan looks like okay right and then your commander helps you by setting the conditions with that that medical treatment team um at the same time right i'm going through this process my gender marker has not changed yet right so i'm as a soldier it's my responsibility to use the billeting Mm -hmm. bathroom and shower facilities associated with my my gender marker in Deers. Okay. That makes sense. <clears throat> right? Until Deers is updated. So okay. So once the transition is complete and the gender marker changes, that's when all the other other things sw- switch over. Correct. I guess. Like the um, yeah. Right. It's really PT really standards, grooming standards, all that kind of stuff. Correct. It's really change. important that soldiers who identify as transgender should seek assistance from their me- military medical provider cuz those are the professionals that can help them complete the process, make sure everything is correct, so that nothing gets kicked back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And <clears throat> the reason why you have the the commander in there is because in the application process, as you look through it, it's the soldier and the commander working together as a team, signing off on the paperwork. Right. Because mm-hmm. the commander is the one that that has the responsibility to support the soldier and get this this process from start to finish. Okay. Right. So the commander, right? So the commander of the transitioning soldiers, their responsibility is to support the soldier, Mm -hmm. um, make time for the soldier, ensure that, you know, the soldiers treat it with dignity and respect, just like any other soldier. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Understand the process, refer to the local medical command for if there's questions, Mm -hmm. right? We're not all experts on this packet. Um, Ask the the questions of the human resource professionals. 
because those are the folks that will start working the packets through the system. Um, right. And we all know there's a new Army Human Resource System called IPSA, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So we're still trying to figure that out too. So I imagine that we'll go through that. So it's it's all it's all need to know, mm -hmm. you know, not not sharing the soldiers' information or talking about it, just protecting the information um, so the soldier feels uh, supported throughout the whole process. Because some soldiers, they don't want anybody to know. Yeah. They're not comfortable yet. They're still trying to figure out their own identity and go through this. Understandable, and so yeah. They're not ready to share their story, um, but they're still part of our team, so we want to we wanna treat them with dignity yeah. and respect yeah again. that's uh, that was hammered home when we went we went through the training uh not here not too long ago here. Oh, wonderful. My, at, 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 at my unit my commander gave the brief and uh yeah that was hammered hammered home like foot stomped yeah. like dignity and respect like that was the, the 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 big takeaway that he wanted to make sure that we got good yeah so and that's important because you know People need to be need to feel safe in their unit, right? They 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 shouldn't have to fear any kind of reprisal in that way. So, so yeah. Um, let's see. All right. Is there anything else about the so the pr for uh, so for the yes for the the soldiers who are transitioning, thinking about transitioning? You know, it's important that. They know, and everybody know that they're they're you know they're entitled to equal opportunity in 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 an environment that's free of harassment, and discrimination, right? Mm -hmm. So the chain of command is the primary and self-identified channel to identify and correct pra discriminatory practices with assistance of the unit equal opportunity leader advisor. Um, the chain of command takes this stuff seriously, and it should be acted on if there's any complaints of alleged discrimination harassment it's important that commanders and all soldiers maintain good order and discipline within the ranks any violations of this may result in disciplinary actions under the ucmj and as a reminder to everybody EO, eo policies apply to all working living and recreational environment on off posts during duty and non-duty hours yes. i get questions about that too well i was at yeah. chick-fil-a down in tacoma mm -hmm. and Th this thing happened well you're still a soldier yeah you're still employee of the national guard yeah yeah on and off duty yeah. on and off duty also because it comes up um social media oh that's uh so you know there's a that can be a, a nightmare there's an army army thing out there think post act you know think about it think mm -hmm. about what you're your posting isn't in line with army values right who is it affecting can it be read in court mm -hmm. <laughs> you know people forget man. people forget you know yeah. social media is out there for everybody to see yeah, yeah. It's, it, it won't go away not anytime so, soon you know make sure it's appropriate before you post it yeah exactly and that's where a lot of a lot of these uh transitioning people get a lot of hate is mm -hmm. because people can be somewhat anonymous online and and they don't care about what other people think so yeah that's important um so you got a couple of uh uh frequently asked questions that you get i mean because i'm sure you get a lot of calls i do <laughs> thanks for asking um so yeah a 
a few common questions I get. One I get typically is, uh, hey, Sergeant Lopez, how do we treat transgender soldiers? So just, that one. Just in general. Just in general. How do, we, general, treat, how do, how do we, we treat them? Right. And this is after folks have got the training, the cheer training. It's available to everybody. Yeah. And they should have got it already by now. But it's quite simple. Just you treat them with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't bully. We don't harass. We don't haze. Yeah. You know, yes, a soldier is going through a, a huge change in their life. And we don't. It, it's. It's, it's not stressful, a, it, it, right? It's <laughs> stressful. It's, you know, they're going through something. Just support them, mm-hmm. you know, and check in on them. You know, I'm not, I'm no expert on this stuff, but, you know, there's, a, a, you know, a, I've read that it's, um, it's a lot of mental stuff going on, too, in their brains, hearts, and uh, yeah. their family dynamic, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, the last thing we need is people to come to work and be stressed out showing up to work. Yeah, exactly. Because they're going through this lifestyle change and they can't be at work because they're stressed out and they Mm -hmm. can't be at home because they're stressed out. Yeah. We want them to feel welcome and connected, you know, because there's work that's got to get done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These are people's livelihoods. Right. So I always just remind folks, leaders, you know, just treat them with dignity and respect. If it's a performance issue, got it. That's a separate thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Make sure you document and yeah. address that. <clears throat> but what people do in their their personal lives, you know, that's that's their personal their personal business. Yeah. Um. Quick question: Like we're on, um, we we're, we're kind of like a, a, you know, the Washington Military Department in general is kind of like a state and federal entity. I was, I was wondering because we have you know civilians that work for the state of Washington here, and do they have any kind of different um, policy towards this, and 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 how does that affect us? I'm not too familiar with the state policies. I I do know that they have their their own set of policies. They mm. don't fall under the DOD. They have their own agency state um so and because we are joint and you'll see a lot of the state employees in our organizations they are operating under different policies so it's important not to assume if they're doing something differently from us Mm -hmm. um for example maybe using the bathroom that they identify as their gender Mm -hmm. right so it's we got to be respectful and ask questions before assuming yeah because as service members, we know that we have to use the restrooms that we, that, that we identify as in, in our deers. Yeah, we have to yeah. conform to that standard. So they may be operating different, okay. differently. And I always refer to the state HR director mm-hmm. for questions on that. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I did see the signs on the, the, yeah. the building one bathrooms here. So um, yep. that wouldn't be on a federal building, correct? Right. Yeah, okay. that, and Those. that does not apply to the National Guard, the, right. s- the soldiers, right? That's the state employees. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's another frequently asked question that you get? Okay, um, grooming standards. So um, we may have soldiers out there that. Um, are transitioning to say a male 
but in deers, they're a female, mm-hmm. right? So what the policy states is that we conform to the standards that's in deers. So that impl- that implies the grooming, the bathrooms, the facilities. So as a leader, if you encounter that, my recommendation is just to respectfully remind that soldier, you know, hey, you're going through this process, mm-hmm. understood, however, until you're complete and Deers is updated, you have to conform to these standards. Okay. Just as easy as that and as simple as that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be yeah. an embarrassment for the whole world to know that they're going through something. Because sometimes soldiers just don't know, right? They don't, mm-hmm. they don't, uh, they haven't really read the policy or understood um, and they're just doing whatever's comfortable with them. But what they're doing is like affecting the rest of the formation. And um, it it could be confusing. So and the, the, the DA PAM, right, has all of the grooming standards. And I always refer back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's male grooming standards in there and there's female. If you're a commander leader and you're concerned about it, go read that DA PAM before you start counseling and soldiers and having a conversation make sure that you know what the reg states too um yeah grooming standards okay a lot of those and then the last one was um there are there are an uptick of applications packets for transistors transistor soldiers Right, and so we all know that when the DOD sends out a new policy, <laughs> there's a lot of questions. So one of the awesome things they did was create a mill suite. Oh, good for soldiers, mm-hmm. leaders, units, readiness, you name it. So one-stop shop for everybody to be informed of all the changes. It has templates mm-hmm. and examples because not every soldier's case is similar. Correct. Right. So it's a a central location, knowledge management location where they can share the information. Hey, how did you get this packet through? Hmm. You know, this, I have a soldier in this, in this uh, category, you know, and there's a delay on the medical on this side. Like what, what did, how did you, so it's just a way to network and collaborate and, and help the soldiers and the, the admin folks, commanders work together as a team. Um, Cause we all know paperwork can get, stuck up somewhere Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be right if someone else did it before and i always encourage the um the hr ncos reach out to your other unit uh, ncos maybe they've worked on the packet before this is new for everybody right we want to we want to do our soldiers right by the right way yeah and not having stuff delayed and kicked back but i'll make sure that you get the the mill suite address i have it saved on my desktop I always sure. reference it every time a question comes up because there's always a new question every day, and I encourage everybody to add it to their desktop, to their favorites, because it's um, it's trending right now. Okay. Yeah, and I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. So if you need to to need to click a, click the link, and uh, we'll make it available for everybody. And, and again, Mill Suite is... Uh, is CAC enabled, right? So That's people correct. have to use their, their. Unfortunately, yeah. that is that is correct. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, just keep that in mind. But uh, but that stuff is available for for everybody. Um, so, 
do you, so you since you're at the state do you um is it, does this apply to the air guard as well or is there any kind of differences do you know of so the air guard they they're adopting the dod policy they have their own way of the training mm-hmm. and pushing this okay. down and i always refer to their their eo directors um for more information on that because um they are a different branch yeah different forms different regs everything right um but they do have but the, subject matter but the, experts but the, over basically there. the policy still i mean they have deers too right <laughs> yeah they have yeah they have deers yeah. they may not have you know a da form like us but right. they have something over there afi yeah, yeah. something like that um yeah every branch has their own way of conducting this yeah. and it's, it's really important that we understand and know where the the library is at for all of this stuff Mm -hmm. so we can refer back to and not make up anything or guess anything (laughs) (laughs) you know um excellent so is there anything that we do you want to put out that that hasn't we haven't talked about um you know i just thank you for inviting me this this subject is really important it's important that all soldiers, airmen, airwomen, yep. DOD civilians know that um, the National Guard, the Washington Military Department is committed to providing a, a safe, harassment-free workplace yep. where everybody's inclusive and everybody uh, should feel safe in their environment mm-hmm. and energized to come to work. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Because we are the employer of choice. That's what I keep hearing. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) And it's true. (laughs) All right. Well, if there's nothing else, um, I think we can call it. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you.